This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. Welcome to Strangers No More, where all people are loved with the love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the household of faith, there are to be no strangers no foreigners, no rich and poor, no outside others. As fellow citizens with the saints, we are invited to change the world for the better from the inside out, one person, one family, one neighborhood at a time. Thank you, Andrew. Hi, I'm Maggie Slight. Welcome to Strangers No More. And we are here to talk about anxiously engaged in a good cause today. And we're anxious to be anxiously engaged. <laughs> but first I wanted to mention a little bit about our, our new connection. We are now members of the Dialogue Podcast Network. And I would personally invite you to check out some of the other members of the Dialogue Podcast Network. Um, some of my personal favorites right now are Holy Human, uh, Mormon News er, Report, and Beyond the Block. I've also been checking out a couple of Dialogue Podcasts. podcasts. So check out a few and let us know which ones should we check out. <laughs> okay, um, let's do a little bit of an intro what did we learn in these last few weeks since we've recorded last <laughs> nothing's Dennis? perfect nothing is perfect <laughs> and it's in god's hands and that's okay we have to trust in him because it's just it's it's he's he's in charge and we may not know necessarily what's going to happen what plan he has for us but it's just got to trust here here Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> Bradley, you, you look like you're, you're bursting with something to say. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm actually having a hard time thinking of one. Um, I think I have just learned um, that a lot of people like to listen to what I have to say. <laughs> um, there's been a lot, a lot of people reach out to me and ask me to do a whole bunch of different things. And when I do um, Instagram stories and things like that, I'm now up to like the thousands of people that are watching them. So I'm learning that I have a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to be careful with what I say. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and thoughtful about what you think. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. it come, you know, because you always are, but that's the great thing I, for someone your age, Bradley, you think well above many uh, yeah. people your age. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can agree to that. Um, and just, you know, knowing Bradley for uh, since December. But, you know, I have to be very I prayerfully ponder and consider each and every post. And every time I do a comment, because it's just I feel like with having you know, being an influencer on Instagram and having thousands of people watching you, it's scary. Sometimes I get nervous before I hit post and I have to just trust in the Holy Ghost. Where on my on my uh, social media posts, I have tens of people who listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks. Thank you, Bradley. And I, I agree with, with the sentiment is your, your thoughts are well beyond your years. And I'm anxious to see what you're posting next every time. <laughs> Andrew, how about you? What did you learn? I have relearned the importance of a priesthood blessing. I, uh, uh, several weeks ago, I was very much concerned about my job. Um, there was a lot of reasons why I felt like my position was in the crosshairs of a, of a possible layoff um, at work. And it caused me not just a little anxiety. And, and the, the inside information I'd had was pretty good. I mean, there's a chance that, uh, here's what I know. The role I was, I was currently in, um, holding was going to be eliminated. That was for sure. Mm -hmm whether they would have found somewhere else for me and someone else would have gone and they would have had, yeah, that's a, that's a different story, but it, it definitely put me in a position of, of having a lot of uh, anxiety about what's going to happen and everything else. Well, I had a blessing from uh, my, one of my ministering, he's actually not my minister, but I minister to him. So he came and gave me a blessing anyway. Um, and uh, it was, it was a very powerful blessing. And in that blessing, I was told that um, I would actually have everything would be okay, and that I would have choices about what I would want to do, which is interesting. So, within two days, I was given an opportunity that everything was going to be fine. I could stay with my company, and I had multiple opportunities at my company. And before the the weekend came. I also was reached out to by another company and I went through interview process very quickly and I accepted a position at Logitech and I'm no longer at Poly. Mm -hmm. And so weirdly to say I'm currently unemployed for this one week um, <laughs> until I start my new position on, on Monday. So a week from today. So um, yeah, so it's been quite a whirlwind of a month and um, you know, someone with, a, only a, with with more than a little anxiety in their life. Uh, typically, it was quite the fun month for me uh, to go through that. But um, I'm really pleased that the blessing paid off the way it did, and um, yeah, that I'm I'm blessed. So anyway, Thank if you, I can Andrew. if I can <laughs> add to that, I'm sorry, I'm adding a lot tonight, Maggie. But <laughs> yeah, you. <are. laughs> in our in our elders quorum uh, presidency, we felt compelled to ask the sick patriarch to uh, give a lesson. And in that lesson, we talked about, I, asked, I felt compelled to ask the question, what happens when a blessing goes awry? And he gave us some really great advice. He said, um, you can stop the blessing and invite the spirit to come back in the room. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I, I thank you very much for your input. And I tell you, um, I have had some blessings that have that have really been significant to me, but what I learned over this last month was that if the next time that I engage in a social media challenge, pre-prepare things because my neurodivergent brain is not available every day. <laughs> I'm just not. I, I overextended myself quite a bit and, um, and it's, 
I, I have some other things to share, but I'm not going to share them right now. So, but I overextended myself and it's, it's, and I feel that me overextending myself, both in that particular thing and some other ways actually um, have caused some detriment to our mission here, if you will. And I needed to reprioritize some things in my life. So I want to put a little bit more effort towards what we're doing here and a little bit less effort towards some other things that I'm doing. So that, if that makes any sense. <laughs> well, Maggie, it's been such a great blessing. I mean, a lot of our listeners know that we talk every night and we read scripture together. And I have to say, you, especially last night, you were really soothing when I was having a meltdown. And I'm sorry that you were just, having a meltdown. It's, it's okay. It's, it's just, it's, um, that's why we, we bear each other's burdens and you Oops. definitely, you definitely bore mine yesterday. So thank you. Uh, there's been enough times that all three of you have borne mine. <laughs> it's about time that I, I took up a little bit more of my yes. part of the yoke. Here. And other people's too. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, uh, introduce this lesson, Andrew. So in uh, 1831, uh, Jackson County had been around for a while, for many years before the mem members of the church, but the church had just came to Jackson County not too long before. And then Joseph Smith finally arrived. After Joseph Smith finally arrived and a bunch of other um, saints, some from Colesville and other places, um, and they're gathering this, this, uh, this group here in, in Missouri, the saints really did what many of us do and what we just kind of discussed, wanted to know the will of the Lord concerning them. And uh, I think that, that sometimes we, uh, we sometimes wonder what the will of the Lord is concer concerning us. And so that is a great opportunity to pray or to get a blessing. And in this case, they, they had the prophet with them. So they were able to have, have the prophet speak. And that's where we get these next two sections so thank you andrew so anxiously engaged in a good cause i, I found it interesting that come follow me manual starts off with when our expectations don't match reality <laughs> so it's funny because in verse three of chapter a uh, section 58 i have read this so many times in my life and it just struck me so differently tonight especially in relationship to my own life but also in conversations we've had here where similar things like like bradley brings up uh will, would bring up like what i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be the same in the next life i'm gonna still feel these these feelings and or talking about um being gay or homosexual or who you're attracted to who you're not attracted to and 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 um i thought this was really interesting and it says you cannot behold with your natural eyes for the present time the design of your God concerning those things which shall come hereafter and the glory which shall follow after much tribulation. I think it's an interesting thing that I think we, uh, there was an experience when, so I was married before and my wife was concerned about being the second wife because um, I was sealed to my first wife, obviously. And then now I'm going to be sealed to another one, but there was no separation of the sealing at that time. She has now, we had, that's now taken place. But at the time we got married, Christy would have 
been in second position in her mind um, because I was married before. So it, it was really tough for her to get over. And I don't, I don't want to like speak for her at all the things that helped her get through that. But there was one leader who basically said to it, and I think this is what the turning point with her, he said, in the celestial kingdom, eternal happiness means exactly that. Now, I can't explain how all that stuff's going to work, is what he said, because that's up to God. So our, our trick is to have faith that eternal happiness is exactly that. And, and from that, I think she was able to move to a position that she felt okay with it. Now, now it's gone away. And now, now the, the ceiling has been separate, you know, um, she, she got remarried. So it, it, yeah, so my first wife did. So we don't have to worry about that. Christy's in first position. And in my mind, Christy's always been in first position. <laughs> so Bradley, I, I, I want to immediately ask you <laughs> how you feel about all this. <laughs> Um, no, I do think it's interesting because um, I think it's um, an incredible thing that we can have that perspective of, yeah, it's just eternal happiness. Things are going to work out. We don't have to really worry about it. It's all going to, to make sense. Um, I wish that the church had the same perspective on me, that they just let me work it out. They don't have to worry about it. If they don't feel like it's right or that's going to work out, why do they still allow other things to occur when those work either? Like, it seems like there's a very uh, kind of pick and choose which issues they're going to talk about. Um, because I agree, we don't know how it's going to look in the next life in regards to like certain marriages and relationships and things like that. So why can't you just let us and trust us in how we want to live? And it'll all work out, <laughs> you know. That's kind of my main thoughts. Bradley, Dennis, how about you? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going a different route. We talked about this the other day about um, in this section. It was keeping the Sabbath day holy, and we talk about how everybody uh, has different viewpoints of keeping the Sabbath day holy, and how I choose not to do laundry, and and. Um, I just, I, I, I feel that as a convert, I learned about this when I was in Utah. Um, a mom was, was very upset over the fact that her, uh, her son had come home from college and was doing all this laundry. And I said, what, we're not supposed to do laundry? You know, like, and, she, and I, I just, but I was a convert and I was only in the church a little over a year. So I think uh, I, I was learning something from that, that perspective. And, and I just think that we all need to respect everybody's differences as how we keep the Sabbath day holy. And, and that was taken from Doctrine and Covenants uh, 59, uh, 9 through 19. The, the Sabbath day is an interesting thing. I'm not, one of my favorite talks in all of General Conference came a few years ago with Russ, President Nelson. And it was before he was the prophet. So he was he was still yeah, uh, uh, an apostle. And, and he talked about um, how we keep the Sabbath day holy. And, and he, he came from an interesting perspective because early on in, in, in when Christy and I were dating, we got into an argument about all this list of things. I, sh I was like, you can do this and you can do that and you shouldn't do this. And, you, and she had a whole different list and we could, we could create that list all day long. And, and it was a lot, most of it was things you shouldn't do. 
and I love the perspective Elder uh, President. Well, it was it was Elder Nelson at the time. Now it's President Nelson. Um, Elder Nelson. Uh, <laughs> Russell M. Nelson said, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he said that the Sabbath should be a delight. And he said we shouldn't be making lists about what we should or shouldn't do. What we should be looking at is saying what I do on the Sabbath is a sign to my heavenly father of what uh, of what i want to show share with him on the sabbath so if that's the standard what sign do i want to be giving him uh on the sabbath right and it it changed my perspective so drastically that i started looking at and i still struggle with this sometimes i um you know i i often will do a whole list of don't do's and and those are good but sometimes I forget about the things I, I should be doing. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, with we don't, I was brought to this church because members did not judge me for my past. And I think about what caused me, I didn't realize the importance of not shopping on Sunday and not being brought up in the church. So after I was baptized, I thought like, all right, I use Barnes and Noble as my office and I would sit in the cafe and work on my laptop. But I would be reading scripture and because everybody knows I color coat my book of Mormon these tabs I are $1.99 at Barnes and Noble and I thought it was Columbus Day weekend and I thought oh I'm out of tabs how bad is it going to be for me to to spend $1.99 I'm standing in the aisle and all of a sudden I hear Dennis and it's my bishop's wife and I got nervous I tripped over my flip-flop Next to the Bible section is the occult section. I grabbed the top shelf and it was like a domino effect. I'm lying on the floor and she's like, oh heavens. And she's picking up tarot cards, Ouija boards, um, you know, occult psychic sidekick <laughs> books. I was covered in them and everybody came running. And my bishops, she, she looked at me and she says, oh, I'm so sorry for shopping on Sunday, but our kids just told us like an hour ago, we're going to so-and-so's birthday party tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And they didn't have anything to bring. So she had to go and buy coloring books. So she told her husband, he said, just run to Barnes and Noble. Well, what does she do? She runs into Dennis buying tabs for his literally stolen book of Mormon, literally. <laughs> well, I got nervous and ran into the occult section. And, you know, I, I think of her picking up Ouija boards and occult boards and, and, and witchcraft off of me. And I'm like going, and from that point on, I said, I am never shopping on Sunday again. God, I get it. Please don't strike me with lightning. <laughs> or an earthquake or a tornado. Or, yeah, we've had all those. We've had them all. So it's just, I think that's, that, that's, you know, so God yeah, we shows still, you things in really big movement, huge <laughs> movements, huge. Oh. It's like, sorry. Okay. Uh, be, before we end this, this lesson, I don't want to end this lesson without mentioning Polly Peck Knight or Mother Knight. Um, the Knights were also known as the second family of the Restoration. The Knights had a huge, huge um, influence in this in these time periods. Um, Polly Peck Knight was the first saint buried in Missouri, and she was so determined to see Zion before she died, and she died on 
the 7th of August, 18. That can't be right. In the 1800s. I wrote it down. <laughs> so August 7th, 1831, and it says, it's right in the section it's heading. Oh, it to, is 1831, okay. Yep, 1831. Yep. Okay, I, anyway, but it, it is it is supposed in our um, Come Follow Me that perhaps the first two verses of the section were, per, were written specifically to, to her, addressed to her because of her um, faithfulness of, of needing to see Missouri before she died. And I'm gonna read that quickly. Behold, blessed saith the Lord, are they who have come up unto this land with an eye single to my glory, according to my commandments. For those that live shall inherit the earth, and those that die shall rest from all their labors, and their works shall follow them, and they shall receive a crown in the mansions of my father, which I have prepared for them. So as, as one of the um, matriarchs of our restoration, I wanted to give due to Polly Peck Knight. So anyway, let's get started with some love and light for the week ahead. Andrew, you want to start us off? Yeah, um, I've been thinking a lot about this and there was a quote at the end and I didn't really know how to roll it into the rest of the what we're talking about. The quote at the end in the additional resources that I just want to read because it strikes me so much and it's by Linda S. Reeves of the Relief Society General Presidency. And she taught that she says that the Lord allows us to be tried and tested sometimes to our maximum capacity. We have seen the lives of loved, we as loved ones and many, maybe our own, figuratively burned to the ground and have wondered why a loving and caring Heavenly Father would allow such things to happen. But he does not leave us in the ashes. He stands with open arms, eagerly inviting us to come to him. He is eager to help us, to comfort us, and to ease our pains as we rely on the power of the atonement and honor our covenants. The trials and tribulations that we experience may be the very things that guide us to come unto him and cling to our covenants so that we might return to his presence and receive all that the Father hath. That one stands out to me and just has rung true with me this week. So I wanted to share that. Very nice. Thank you, Andrew. Bradley, how about you? <clears throat> so mine comes from section 58, verse 43, or I guess 42 and 43. It's talking about repentance. Um, it says, behold, he who has repented of his sins, the same is forgiven, and I, the Lord, remember them no more. Um, by this, you may know if a man repenteth of his sins, behold, he will confess them and forsake them. Um, I just love the simplicity of that and the reminder that the whole purpose of the gospel is to use the atonement to repent, to become better. And that's how we know to do that if we confess and forsake. Very cool. Thank you so much. Dennis, how about yourself? Well, mine goes back to the occult section. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, love and light. So, it, well, it goes back to Mark uh, in, the, in the New Testament, uh, uh, second chapter, verse 27. And he said unto them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Ooh, Ooh is right. 
that's better. That's like Satan, get behind us. There's no occult. We got the true <laughs> gospel. The church is true and the book is blue. Uh, thank you, Dennis. Okay, well, I'm going to leave us out with a quote from Elder Gary Stevenson from Hearts Knit Together from our last general conference. As you extend yourself with kindness, care, and compassion, even digitally, I promise that you will lift up arms that hang down and heal hearts. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate all of our listeners and we ask that you interact with us on social media if you have an opportunity and give us a little bit of feedback. Let, you, let us know what you like and who you might want, might be interested in having us interview. Well, we hope that your week ahead is full of the love and light of Jesus Christ. We love you, and so does God. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine.